Greetings, dear listeners. We're finally back with the next gripping episode of Friend of the Family. We've got a lot of ground to cover, so please bear with me. Due to Alice's injuries from her battle with the doppelganger, she was forced to stay back while Lawrence and Asmodeus went out on a mission to take out a leprechaun. But more importantly, Alice is unknowingly in terrible danger while she recuperates, never suspecting that her newly reintroduced cousin seeks to do her harm. No, oh, sorry for the moment of hesitation, folks. I suppose I'm just used to getting interrupted by now. But let us look in on Alice in her room at the Belford Mansion, where she and her little sister are spending some rare quality time together. So, Alice, why don't you like Mr. Asmodeus anyway? Because he's a great big jerk. Well, he's always nice to me. I know, Mina, but he's just... He only does it to... I guess you're just too likable, Mina, and everyone loves you. <laughs> especially you, right, Alice? Yeah, especially me. Come in! Well, I would, but it seems to be locked. Why would it be locked? I locked it! I don't like how Hunter just marches in all the time. Yeah, it's kind of rude, but he means well. He's weird! He calls me Wilhelmina all the time. So does Asmodeus. Well, it's cute when he does it. Hello? I'm sorry if I woke you, but I just want to see how you're doing. Come on, Mina, go ahead and let Hunter in. Fine. I still don't like him. Young Wilhelmina went and unlocked Alice's bedroom door. Her instincts are good, but not enough to prevent this ambassador of death from entering the room. He bends down and smiles at the little girl. False friendliness in his voice. Oh, hello again, Wilhelmina. Mina, it's just Mina. Sorry about that, kiddo. I'm just going to need you to leave the room again while I check up on Alice. Why do I always got to leave? She just has a broken leg. Just so I can ask her a few grown-up things. It won't take long, really. I promise. Fine. But I'm going to be right outside the door, okay, Alice? I'll be right outside. And with that, Mina warily left the room, her eyes never leaving Hunter as she exited. Oh, how I wish I could warn them. If only I had some way to convey to Alice the danger she was in. Alas, dear listeners, I can only describe what I am currently forced to watch. I'm afraid I'm not very popular with her, am I? Again, sorry. Don't worry about it. Say, if you don't mind me asking, what took you out of action anyway? Doppelganger. It had turned into Asmodeus, and they started fighting, and I sort of ended up in the middle. Boy, that sounds like a pickle. Did you end up blasting the radio or something? What? You know, since high-pitched frequencies can disrupt a doppelganger's form. I didn't know that. Oh, uh, I just read that somewhere while I was still studying to be the hunter. I wouldn't worry about missing it. I don't think it's common knowledge. Right. And I mean, you got it in the end, right? That's the important thing. Hunter reassuringly patted Alice on her broken leg, causing our heroine to wince in <gasps> pain. Oh gosh, I'm so sorry. That was really dumb of me. How's the pain? It's fine. Are you taking the pain medication? I really don't like taking pills. I don't like being vulnerable like that. 
Sure, that makes sense in the field, but when you're at home? Alice, no monster's gonna get you inside the mansion. Actually, one time— I'm sure it's a neat story. I'd love to hear it later. In the meantime, you've got to take care of yourself. You're not winning any prizes by denying yourself relief. I have some more right here. If you're in pain, Alice, please, don't hesitate to take them. Promise? Sure. No, Alice. No, Alice, you mustn't! Oh, the tension is killing me, dear listeners! I I have to tell someone, anyone, even that despicable character Asmodeus! Let us now cut back to the barn where Lawrence and Asmodeus are trying to deal with that troublesome leprechaun, as though that even matters anymore. Asmodeus! Oh, fucking yay. I was just thinking my day couldn't get any worse, and now here you are. Joy. What is your panties in a twist? Lawrence broke my left shoe. It was a $400 shoe! You paid $400 for a pair of shoes? No! I paid $800 for shoes, because each shoe is $400? Let me explain it slowly. Four plus four equals fucking eight. Asmodeus, stop your complaining and get over here now. You know, I swear he's worse than Alice right now. Right! So Alice... Tripped down the stairs and died? Caught a glimpse of herself in a mirror and then choked on her own vomit. I could do with some good news. Is resting at home in her bed. Pity. Now, what did you want, Lawrence? Well, it looks like that leprechaun is just too clever for us. I don't know how we can possibly beat someone so incredibly smart. I suppose we had better go home. After all that work and you breaking my... It's better to leave while we're ahead, remember? Right, of course. Yes, Lawrence, nothing to be done about it, but head home. Now let's go back to the van, as I am compelled to leave this barn and not look behind me. Away! Oh, I get it. Lawrence and Asmodeus indeed went back toward the van, the latter with a slight unevenness to his step as he only had one shoe. The other lay broken in the center of the barn. After a few moments, the leprechaun appeared, staring curiously at the shoe. Oh, the fun's over already. What? They left a shoe. That's a nice-looking shoe, if I do say so myself. Apparently a $400 one. No kidding. Seems a great shame to let a good shoe like that go to waste. Seems like an easy enough fix. We just take a better look. Bye! As soon as the tiny man approached the shoe, the trap Lawrence had set sprung. Chicken wire, having been hidden underneath some hay, encased the incensed leprechaun as he was held up five feet in the air, raised aloft by the rope from the pulley system attached to said chicken wire. Oh, me mother and uncles, I can't believe I fell for such a stupid trick. Listeners may not know this, but leprechauns are also cobblers. Long before they were associated with gold and luck, Stereotypes. people knew them mainly for footwear repair. It's unheard of for them to resist repairing a broken shoe, so when seeing such a fine loafer, why, the Fae had practically no choice. Well, now that's just unfair. I don't go around making fun of your addictions. I don't have any addictions. Really now? Because I could have sworn it was talking long past the point of anyone's interest. Well, now, look what we have here. 
it would seem that the shoe is on the other foot. May the high lords and ladies spare me from fools and bad puns. I don't suppose you could have waited until after he fixed my shoe before capturing him? No time like the present. Now let's discuss your pot of gold, friend. Oh, go blow it out your ass. My, my, such language. By the way, how are you feeling? Is that chicken wire becoming uncomfortable? What? Why? Oh, Lord, do you think the chicken wire is iron? I can't believe this great white moron got the better of me. Right. How silly of me. Asmodeus, please hand me the nail gun we brought from the van. Here. Nails are typically made of steel, you know. Not the same thing. True, but I brought these nails from home. Oi! Good old-fashioned iron nails. Now about that gold. I don't care how many times you shoot me, you blighty bastard. I'll never give up my gold. Humans may be greedy, but nobody forcefully removes a leprechaun from his gold. I half expected as much. Asmodeus, you can take the nail gun back. This time, hand me the spray bottle. What in the fuck? Lawrence began spritzing the leprechaun with water. You're not a bleeding wicked witch of the West. He has a point. You lost me. Why is this better than a nail gun? Watch as the water catches the light. Sure enough, as soon as a sunbeam caught the spray from the water bottle, a rainbow began to form around the leprechaun's head. And this is how we find the pot of gold. So, wait. The rainbow goes from the leprechaun to the gold. Certainly. What did you think was on the other end? Oh, right. Still an asshole for asking. It would seem that Lawrence is correct. As he spritz further and further, following the newly formed rainbow out a little ways behind the barn, he did indeed find the long-sought-out-for treasure. The elderly man squealed in delight. (laughs) We did it, Asmodeus! We did it! Now come here and help me carry this. My god, it's ginormous! And what about Lucky here? Oh, leave him be. Such a clever fellow like him should figure something out. Blurney-twitted banshee fucker. All right, now to quickly repair the van and truly head back home. Today is a great day for the Belfords! Yes, you seem to have quite the pep in your step. By the way, what was the gum for? Oh, I just wanted gum for the drive back. However, I think this calls for a celebration. Asmodeus, give me one of those cigarettes you keep for the ladies. I thought you gave up smoking in high school. I did, but how many days do you become a pot of gold richer? Asmodeus shrugged, put down their dubiously gotten goods to retrieve a cigarette and a match from his coat pocket, and handed them to Lawrence. Lawrence then lit the cigarette and tossed the still-lit match behind him, where it landed... by the barn, which had earlier been doused in fuel. Ah, Lawrence, ever the firebug. I did not mean to do that. Well, that's unfortunate. Still, it was a pretty good plan on Lawrence's part, using the creature's desires against him. Right until the roasting inferno bit. Hmm. Well... No sense crying over dead leprechauns. Come on, Lawrence. I'm actually ready to go home now. It will be nice to have shoes on both feet again. Of course, what Asmodeus could not know was that hundreds of miles away, Alice was in great danger of dying in her own bed. Wait, what? Promise? Of course. The vampire would never get to witness this 
Lawrence! 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 How long will it take to repair the van? I'm not sure. Maybe a couple of hours. There's no time! I must get back immediately. I will see you back at the mansion. And so Asmodeus dashed back to the mansion as quickly as his vampire speed would allow, running with one shoe on and one shoe off, praying he would make it back in time to see Alice die like the horrible monster that he is. This left Lawrence standing in confusion, watching the barn burn to the ground. You know, I think I have a problem. But will Asmodeus get back in time? I'm almost afraid to return and look lest something terrible have happened to her in the meantime. But the story must go on. No matter how horrible or heart-wrenching, the story must go on! Will you shut up? You are distracting me from running! You know, I did not miss that. While the vampire raced at top speed, we return to the Belford Mansion where currently Hunter is in the hallway blocking young Mina's access to Alice's room. Sorry, Wilhelmina, but Alice is resting now. But we're supposed to be playing board games now, she said yesterday. Well, maybe later. Say, isn't there a big movie marathon over in the TV room? Why don't you go to that instead? I hear that not only are they going to be showing the latest Harry Potter movie, but everyone's going to be watching it on the new Blu-ray player I brought over. But I want to see Alice! I don't want to be mean here, but I am the grown-up and the medical professional. It is very important that Alice get her rest. But... I said go to the TV room. You can see Alice later. Fine, but later I'm telling Alice what a jerk you were. And with that, Mina tears down the hall. Unfortunately, leaving Alice alone with Hunter as he shuts her bedroom door behind him. Locking it. Alice looks up at him. Did I hear Mina? Yes, I... Uh, she was just saying how she was going to go watch the big movie in the TV room. So she'll be back for board games later. Oh, okay. Must be some movie. Must be. Practically everyone else in the family is going to go watch. So, Alice, how are you feeling? A little stir-crazy, but that's nothing new. I bet. Well, don't worry. I'm sure you'll be out of that bed before you know it. Here's hoping, anyway. And how's your pain management? Those pills helping? Sure. I'm doing great. Glad to hear it. Now let's check some stuff real quick and then I'll be out of your hair. Hunter checked Alice's vitals, shined a flashlight in her eyes, tested her reflexes, all things that listeners may be familiar with when visiting the doctor's office. Of course, most likely, your doctor is not actively trying to kill you. Well, Alice, your reflexes are good, your eyes aren't dilated, and your heart rate is normal. Cool. Which tells me that you're still not taking your pain pills, huh? Listen, I'm sure you're just trying to be a good nurse, but I really don't like taking pills. I get that impression, yes. I suppose that stubbornness comes in handy in the field, but you sure are making it hard for me to take care of you. I suppose I'm not the best patient. Not the worst, either, but you're up there. Anyway, I promise, no more pill pushing. So, where have you been hiding the pills? I've sort of been flushing them down the toilet. Flushing them down? Uh, oh, boy. You know, if you didn't want to take them, I wish you had just said so. Those are some pretty expensive narcotics. I'm sorry, it's just I felt really pressured to take them. No, that's fair. I was pressuring you. The thing is, I've only got a couple left, and I 
just don't think that's going to be enough to do the job. Thought you said you weren't going to try to- Before Alice could finish her sentence, she found Hunter on top of her. If her leg hadn't been in a cast, or if she had been prepared, she would have been able to fight him off. But before she could react, strong fingers forced her throat open. She struggled, tried to bite him, or do something, but she felt the pills being forced down her throat. Come on, Alice, just swallow. There we go. Her body betrayed her as she felt herself swallow due to involuntary reaction. She felt sick and betrayed. Why did you- I'm really sorry that was necessary, but like I said, you're stubborn. Oh, Alice, this could have all been so much more pleasant. If I had my way, you would have just gone peacefully in your sleep, and now it's come to this. You you said you were going to take care of me. Alice, I am taking care of you. Why? What did you think I meant? Alice fought to get out of bed, but due to the cast, the medication, the assault, or the betrayal, she was extremely dizzy and clumsy. Her eyes frantically searched the room. Now, now, don't get yourself excited. I've taken the liberty of removing all the weapons from your reach. You were pretty prepared, I'll give you that. And don't bother screaming. I went through a lot of trouble to get everyone out of this wing. Your sister was particularly difficult. You leave Mina out of this. Alice, I'm hurt. I've got absolutely no reason to harm her. I'm not some sort of monster who just goes around killing people. Just you, who took what was rightfully mine. Alice's breathing became ragged. She was finding it hard to focus. She willed herself to stay awake, to fight whatever it was that Hunter had given her. Still, he ranted on. Well, I guess in all fairness, Great Uncle Lawrence is a bit at fault, too. What was he thinking, choosing you over me? Well, it's a mistake that's soon about to be rectified. That's why you're doing this? Because you're bitter about me being the hunter? You know, I'm not sure bitter is the right term. I was confused by it. I mean, I'm sure I perform just as well on my physical tests as you. I'm clearly more acquainted with the lore. And from everything I hear, you and Asmodeus are a complete disaster working together. So you think who could do better? Why don't you tell me about it? Oh, Alice, you think I don't know what you're doing? Trying to buy time by getting me to talk? I admit, it's pretty fun to go on and on about my evil plan. I could see why bad guys do it. But you don't really have any time to buy. How long before the pills kill me? Unfortunately, never. Five or six over a short period of time would have done the job nicely, but you threw them all out. Now I have to go to plan B. Hunter started digging through his medical bag. The beauty of narcotics, you see, is that if some go missing, you can explain it away with druggies getting a hold of them. This potassium shot is going to be quite a bit harder to explain away, but I'm sure I'll think of something. Alice's vision began to blur. She continued to struggle to maintain consciousness. She had always known that being the hunter meant that she might face an early death, but she had never imagined something like this. No, 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 I refuse to believe that it ends this way. Something has to stop this. Hunter can't get away with it. And yet he approaches her, syringe in hand. He steps closer and closer, death drawing ever closer until... Please tell me I didn't miss it! Asmodeus? The vampire Asmodeus, 
for once with impeccable timing, bursts into the room where he sees Hunter standing above Alice, shock spreading on his face. Asmodeus, what are you doing here? You're supposed to be away with Great Uncle Lawrence. I was until I heard Alice was dying, but wait, are, are you trying to kill her? No. No! If it's murder, I have to stop you. You said it was an illness. I didn't... No one is talking to you. No, I said she was in danger of dying in bed. I can't help what you inferred. Damn it! If I just stayed put, she would... Ah, You, Blondie! Hunter. I don't care. You may as well drop whatever it is you were planning on stabbing her with. I'm very sorry to say it won't work. Hunter looked at the vampire and knew it was true. He'd been caught, and would have to face the justice of the rest of the Belford family. He had been so close. Alice lay near helpless a mere few inches away. Looks like it. But then I've got nothing to lose, so... Hunter attempted to stab Alice anyway. Asmodeus moved almost faster than the eye could detect, mystical forces pulling him from one end of the room to the other. Instead of stabbing Alice through the heart with a shot of potassium, he managed to get Asmodeus instead. The vampire looked at him witheringly. You're one of Samantha's children, are you not? Well, I applaud your efforts, although admittedly you could have attempted this a little sooner. But now that I'm here, you cannot hurt Alice. Do you understand that? Yes, but I had to try. Oh no, fair enough. But I'm a Belford too, so you can't hurt me. Can't hurt you? No, but I can restrain you, so I'd prefer if you would just sit down so I don't have to hunt you on orders later. I have had a very long day. But why can't you let me go? If it were up to me, sure, but you're not the first family member trying to usurp the hunter, and I'm sure Marjorie will be most displeased. What the devil was that? While the shot of potassium was not lethal to the vampire, it would appear that it was having a rather odd effect. After centuries of inactivity, Asmodeus's heart began to beat. Ah! This is terrible and weird and gross. Ah, make it stop. Unused to the beating organ, Asmodeus was thoroughly disoriented. He attempted to lay down next to the nearly unconscious Alice. Oh, quit. Oh, stop complaining. My chest hurts. That's just your heart beating. Well, I don't like it. But Hunter is getting away. Let him! Oh, I don't feel good. And so the useless vampire lay in bed, while Hunter takes this opportunity to slip out. While disappointed that his plan hadn't worked, he figured with his skills he would be able to avoid detection and could make a new life for himself elsewhere. But then, he wasn't planning on running into Mina Belford in the hall. Gee, Hunter, where are you going? Wilhelmina, I don't have time for this. I saw Mr. Asmodeus run into the room. You were trying to hurt Alice, weren't you? Well, you don't have to worry about that now. Just get out of my way, and I promise you'll never see me again. I knew it! I knew you were bad! Well, you get a prize. Now, I don't want to hurt you, so move. I was going to hurt you instead. Jesus, I really don't have time for- <laughs> Mina, who had pocketed her mother's taser from her nightstand, fired it into Hunter's center mass. While growing up as the hunter's sister had probably left some psychological issues in the young girl, it did also leave her prepared to face many dangers. The would-be murderer dropped to the floor, completely incapacitated. But what of Alice, folks? 
We last left her heavily drugged and with a vampire collapsed beside her. Let us move forward a few hours later as she awakens, the drugs finally out of her system and surrounded by family members. Alice, Alice, Alice! Are you okay? Yes, Alice. How are you feeling? A lot better, thanks. I've got a killer headache, though. I am so sorry for what you had to go through. None of us could have ever dreamed that another family member would have wished you harm. I knew Hunter was a bad guy. Yes, you did, Mina. I should have listened to you from the beginning. It's okay, as long as you're better now. I am, thanks to you. And begrudgingly Asmodeus. Where is he, anyway? Still recovering from the potassium shot. It's still beating! Why won't it stop? Listeners might be interested to know that the effects will wear off. It's hard to tell how drugs interact with the undead, but in another day or so, Asmodeus should be back to his usual terrible self. And what about Hunter? Don't you worry about him, Alice. Yeah, Grammy says he was going to take care of him. Now I wonder what she meant by that. Anyway, folks, we're drawing a close to another tale here on Friend of the Family. This got a little intense, but hopefully moving forward, we will be seeing Alice take on monsters from without instead of from within her family. Just stop. Your voice is making it worse. Is that all you have for me? You're usually snarkier than that. I have had a very, very bad day. Well, given that you were key to Alice's survival... <sighs> I'm gonna let that one slide. Until next time, folks. Until next time. I hate you and everything you stand for. Right back at you. This is Hunter, and thank you for listening to Friend of the Family. You can continue listening to Alice's adventures. I mean, I guess, if you want to if you're into that but don't forget to follow us on twitter subscribe to us on itunes don't forget to uh give us a rating if you like and also be sure to hit the website strangeandunusual.com that's strange the letter n unusual.com this is friend of the family created by c paris and is a strange and unusual production please visit our website at strangeandunusual.com that's s-t-r-a-n-g-e-n U-N-U-S-U-A-L dot com. Thank you.